1: Hey, what's up, students? Happy Wednesday. And man, you know what that means. Tonight is our favorite night of the week, Wednesday night. Hope you're getting ready to bring someone with you, man, as we just worship the Lord together, as we dive in uh, to God's Word. So excited for that and cannot wait. Uh, but today we're walking through 1 Kings again, and we're in 1 Kings chapter 13. And yeah, you know, this is one of the things that I love about just walking through the Bible the way we're doing because I don't know if I've ever actually read this story before. Uh, this is a story I was unfamiliar with, this is a thing that I didn't know. Happened. Uh, And so it was cool for me to learn this and be encouraged by this as well. But in 1 Corinthians, or uh, 1 Corinthians, 1 Kings 13, uh, literally what we had yesterday is remember the kingdom was divided, right? You had Israel in the north and Judah in the south. And Jeroboam is in the north and Rehoboam, Solomon's son, is ruling and reigning in the south. And we talked about yesterday how Jeroboam in the north is is kind of setting up that kingdom the way kind of uh, Judah in the south was, right? You had Jerusalem in the south. And so Jeroboam in the north sets up Bethel and Dan as kind of these Jerusalem like cities, right? Well, in this chapter, in chapter 13, you have this prophet, this man of God. We don't know his name. We just know he's a man of God. And he comes and he basically prophesies against Jeroboam in the city of Bethel. And he literally gets on this altar and he prophesies uh, against Jeroboam. And you have this whole thing where Jeroboam extends his hand to, to basically say, seize him. And as he extends his hand, his hand gets messed up and he can't bring his hand back. So he asked the man of God to fix it. And the man of God speaks and the Jeroboam is healed. And then Jeroboam asks him, says, hey, will you uh, hang out with me? Will you eat bread with me? And, and the man of God says no, because God told me as I was coming here, not to eat or drink on my way there or on my way back. He says, I'm not supposed to eat or drink. I'm supposed to come and prophesy and get out and do my business, right? And so it's this weird, weird chapter, weird thing that happens. Well, then the story shifts in verse 11 and the man of God is traveling back and he comes in contact with this old prophet, right? So there's an old prophet that lived in Bethel, right? And they have this conversation and the old prophet asked the man of God to come and eat at his house. Well, the man of God first says, no. He's like, look, I, I made a command with God. God told me not to do this. Well, the, the old prophet, the Bible says, actually lies. It says this uh, in verse uh, 18. It says, he lies to him and says, well, actually, an angel told me, you should come back and eat with me. And so the man of God, who God told him not to do this, the man of God goes and eats and drinks at the prophet's house. And then as the man of God leaves, he leaves the place, Uh, literally the Bible. This is a crazy story. I'm telling you, I never knew the story existed until today. Um, Literally a lion attacks this man on his way away from the old prophet's house. This lion attacks this man, but doesn't kill the donkey that he's on and, and doesn't, eat the body, doesn't tear the body apart, just literally kills him and leaves him on the road. So the older prophet sends his sons and they get the body and they come and they bury him in the grave. It's this really crazy story, right? But look at how this story ends. It's kind of a weird random story. It seems like, but look at what verse 33 says. After this thing, Jeroboam did not turn from his evil way. But he made priest for the high places from among all the people, any who would he ordained them to be priest, which was not at all what the Old Testament prescribed. He's just making anybody priest. And it says, and this thing became sin in the house of Jeroboam, so as to cut it off to destroy it from the face of the earth. So here's the question we got to ask. And I'm just going to be honest. I had to ask this question too. How on earth does this story about this man of God who went and ate when he wasn't supposed to eat. And then he ends up dying. Like how on earth does this have to do with Jeroboam? Well, what is the main thing that story is telling us? Here's what I think it's telling us is that, man, the word of God is sure. The word of God is is steadfast. If, if God says something, Then I love it. Preacher Mike said this a few weeks ago. The the old adage is, if God said it, then I believe it and that settles it. Well, really that's kind of wrong because whether you believe it or not, God's word is settled and God's word is certain. If God says it, it's going to happen and God means what he says. His word is is a foundation. His word is sure and and his word, he's not going to go back on his word. And and literally that's what you have with this man of God, right? God tells him by his word, hey, go and prophesy, do your thing, but do not eat on your way out. And, and he disobeys the word of God and, and it cost him his life. And it's really what happens in chapter 13. And, and all of this is, is kind of a picture for Jeroboam because he knows the word of God. He knows what God's word is. He knows he's in open rebellion against God. He knows he's in open rebellion against his word, but what does he do? He continues to live in sin. He continues to revolt against the commandments of God. And ultimately, we're going to see how the story doesn't end well for Jeroboam. The story does not go in his favor. Why? Because he disobeyed God's word. And God's word is sure. God's word is a firm foundation, something that we should follow and not disobey. And yet Jeroboam does, and we're going to see his downfall. So I guess I would just encourage you in light of this. is, man, if God says it, then you better believe it because he means it. God's not gonna go back on his word. God is not gonna contradict himself. And that's what this passage teaches us. And it should be an encouragement to us, but also a challenge for us that, man, I'm not gonna disobey the word of God, but I'm gonna obey it. I'm gonna love it. I'm gonna pursue it. And I'm gonna take seriously when it says things for my life and not just take it as a suggestion, but take it as the authoritative word over my life. And so I know kind of confusing. Um, man, that's a different chapter. I never knew that chapter was in the Bible until today. So if you have any questions about it, would love to talk with you on it and, and discuss it with you more. Um, but man, can't wait to see you tonight, a student night, and a walk through First Kings chapter 14 tomorrow. I love you and we'll see you soon.
0: Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. And we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.